Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? It's me, Egbert, once again. I'm the new owner of this station. I went out and hired the best talk radio consultant, Jeff Allen from News Talk STL, and told him to hire the worst talent he could find. Jeff did exactly as I told him. Ladies and gentlemen, here are Brad and John. What a way to start the show, huh, John? I mean... Hey, we don't have to be reactive, Brad. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? We don't have to do it on other people's terms. We just we just mind what we do and do the best we can every day. Right from the get-go, we <laughs> get the owner of the station that's taking shots at us. Hey, good morning. This is the Brad and John Show, bjshow.co. I got it right that time. Uh, what do we do? We sit here and we talk about stuff, primarily the state of Missouri, local, St. Louis Metro, predominantly Westplex area. That's what we talk about. And... John is a guy who for 22-plus years has put together this report every single day, johncombest.com, C-O-M-B-E-S-T. He lists what he says are the top stories, and he uses sources and links to them on his website, um, newspapers, television stations, radio stations, uh, blogs, all that kind of stuff. And we start to show off with the top three, and I'm going to say... I think I know what the top, what the number one is right this morning, but we're just going to just muddle. We'll see if you're right, Brad. <laughs> uh, let me, let me, let me Does just. Does it involve somebody in your phone who you often call live on the show? <laughs> Funny you should say that because guess who's going to get a call this morning. Okay. So uh, let's go with number three and we'll see if I'm right. And I'll just, just so people will say, well, he didn't really mean what he said. I say the number one uh, topic is B-E. Okay. We'll just see what happens. Okay, now here's John with the top three. And we will focus today on the state of Missouri. There are a couple articles at the top of my website that have to do with the federal government. U.S. Rep. Jason Smith was interviewed by Jason Rosenbaum. But we're going to focus on Missouri stories, Missouri-specific stories today. Number three is union membership in Missouri. Yesterday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics issued their annual report on union membership Brad, would you surmise that union membership went up in Missouri, down, or stayed flat? I think it went up. How did I do with that? And well, and and you know what? That's a popular guess, and it is surprisingly incorrect. Really? And in fact, Brad, your sentiment was echoed by a law professor at SLU. By the way, this story comes to us from KCUR in Kansas City, the public radio station in Kansas City. Which I believe a is— A SLU law professor who teaches labor law talked about how it would probably be surprising for most people considering how much the essentially the union's PR machine was in overdrive this year. Well between the go ahead, Brad. Well first off, KCUR is interesting because that's the University of Missouri public uh, public radio station and I believe they are now union as well too. Yeah, you're you're yeah, they're they're attempting to organize. Yeah, we're right. just like KWMU has already decided to they've already had the union vote. Remember we had the situation where I ran into into uh, 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 Jason Rosen, uh, Rosenbaum at the, uh, which is now the right? interesting story, the Missouri caucus, the Missouri Freedom Caucus dealie. Anyway, um, 
see, that's what's interesting to me because you hear, and you're right, maybe it's because they got a good, good PR machine. You hear about all the places, well, so-and-so's gone union. And, and Starbucks, for example, and the, the law professor in, indeed pointed out Starbucks is one of the groups that is, those unions have manufactured so much attention for every stunt that they have outside of a Starbucks. You hear about it across multiple platforms. Right. And I guess the thing that always bothers me and being a guy, and once again, I'll say this by, you know, caveat by saying I used to be in two unions. I was in the IBEW Local 4, and I was also in the after union before they merged with SAG, which I, which I you know, you know the, the story with that? If you're an after right now, you pick the Emmys. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. Yeah, so they send you all the they send you all the DVDs or they send you the movies, the downloads or something like that, and you get to watch them all, and then you vote just like everybody else votes. But that's that's neither here nor there. So I and can, you you were accepted as a member of SAG because of your your video that people could see on YouTube that you filmed at the old Hazelwood High School. No, I correct? wasn't. I was never in SAG because when I was in after before they merged with SAG. SAG and after were two separate unions. SAG is, I got you. Okay. SAG is the Screen Actors Guild and after is American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. And they merged because, you know why part of that is? Why is that? There's a lot of cross-pollinization between the actors and uh, after because of the fact they do a lot of radio commercials. Interesting. Yeah, matter of fact, the guy who is, uh, uh, this little trivia thing, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he's in he's in a bunch of different shows. Uh, matter of fact, I believe he was one of his starring, one of his top roles was he was in, what, Ford versus Ferrari, with the Matt Damon movie, you know what I'm talking about? Um, I've heard of it, yeah. I didn't, I'm not a movie guy, so I didn't see it. Well, anyway, uh, that guy who is, and he's also in a couple of the Bosch episodes and things like that. He plays a prosecuting attorney. Okay. He's the voice for Home Depot. When you hear, oh, wow, okay. When you hear a Home Depot commercial on the radio or when you go into the stores, it's him telling you things about the store. Interesting. Well, so, so the, the percentage of union membership as a percentage of the workforce decreased from 2022 to 2023. It decreased from roughly 10% to 9%. And it looks like it's it's roughly a 2,000 member difference. So it's not like it's a huge decrease. Interesting. But it's a, a bit surprising. Again, like Brad, like you said, for, for folks who are used to seeing a lot of headlines about union organizing and recruitment, it's a surprise. The number two story today is a follow-up to a situation that we discussed yesterday. Yesterday, there were some – there were dueling press conferences or dueling press availabilities, I should say, once again between Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft and State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick. So if you're following along at home – and we don't need to get into the minutia of, of the fight again today. But if you're following along at home, yesterday was a Fitzpatrick response – to an Ashcroft response, to the Fitzpatrick response, to Ashcroft's response to the audit. So we're on round three, depending on how you count it here. Ashcroft had a pretty good point yesterday uh, when he said, in relations to the, the criticism that taking Missouri out of a federal election monitoring system would be harmful, Ashcroft claims that his office has been remo- essentially removing more dead people from the rolls and updating the voter rolls more every month now than they were when they were under the federal program. Now, so that's a data point that if it's accurate, 
it seems pretty valid. A little bit With more most, information. Go ahead, Brad. I was going to say a little bit more information for the people who don't know what we're talking about. We talked about this the other day. This is a deal where Ashcroft has withdrawn from a national group of state, secretary of states, that essentially uh, they try to purge their voter voter rolls of duplicate people. Like if you, let's say you have a house in Florida and they have a house in St. Louis and you're registered in both states and also That's people right. <laughs> who, who, are, who are no longer with us who are deceased, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And and Auditor Fitzpatrick had a couple different criticisms of Ashcroft's office, but that w- that was one of the two primary ones. But most interestingly about what Jay Ashcroft said yesterday, he he went through kind of that that data point and then he suggested that here here's an interesting quote. He said, "It's understandable why the people of this country and the people of Missouri can think there's a deep state when things like this happen." So And who said that again? Ashcroft said that about Fitzpatrick. So he's accusing so, Fitzpatrick so of the being the suggestion there, which isn't an intimation. I think it's an outright statement that that Scott Fitzpatrick and his office are part of the deep state. Seems a seems maybe maybe a bridge too far. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, and and you would you would rarely hear. And and you know the surprising thing is, again, I'm not friends with Jay Ashcroft, so I don't know. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but it it, it certainly doesn't seem like Jay Ashcroft. To come out and accuse a guy like Scott Fitzpatrick of, of you know, maybe being a little bit intimate with the deep state. You but know, again, it's a governor's race, Brad. It, it's fascinating. Which leads us into story number one, doesn't it? Yes, but let me let me just make one comment about yeah, that. Sure. It's fascinating to me that they're both on the same team. They're both Republicans, but now they're like squabbling. And it's sort of like what's been happening over the last couple of weeks with the presidential race is that Trump will tell you that Vivek and Ron DeSantis are horrible people. And then when they drop out of the race, they're his best buddies. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's yeah. sort of like, okay, whatever. It's, a, it's in the heat of conversation. And isn't that something that I believe it was Jen Psaki said when she was interviewed one time about some of the criticism she had said about other Democratic uh, – no, maybe it was Kamala Harris. That's who it was who said essentially, hey, look, you say a lot of things in primaries that aren't true. So what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, whatever. And the number one story, as Brad alluded to earlier, is the kerfuffle continues in the Missouri Senate. People who view this and take this very seriously would call it more than a kerfuffle. They would call it – you know, chaos or something cataclysmic. But the latest update is that yesterday, Senator Caleb Rowden, who leads the Missouri Senate, stripped members of the Freedom Caucus of their committee chairmanships. And in the case of Bill Eigel, he also removed Bill Eigel from uh, one, one, of the, one of his committees outright. Or hold on one, one second, I got that wrong. He stripped Denny Hoskins, who's a state senator from Warrensburg, of membership on the committee that Denny, Ho- that Denny Hoskins was on. So th- the most egregious thing about this, and this sounds like a punchline, <laughs> but that Caleb Rowden also took away their parking spaces I, in the Capitol. I Did you see this, Brad? I think that's so funny. I mean, talk about petty. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's hard for an observer to look at this. I think, it, I think it's easy for, for somebody that doesn't pay daily attention to this to look and be like, Oh, this Rowden guy is fighting back against these filibuster guys. But then when you hear that he took their parking passes away, 
It's a little, it, you're, I mean, it, it does seem a little petty, doesn't it, Brad? Well, more than a little petty, but first off, see, there's, there's, there's two angles to this story. You say it looks petty. I'm saying, once again, this is the privilege of having a high office, that if you and I go down to the Capitol, we have to park in East Jesus, you know what I'm saying? But well, yet, wouldn't Bill Igle give you his parking pass? No, but yet they've got their own little dedicated parking space, <laughs> you know? I mean, it... it now, What's really interesting, and I would plug this too, Igle right now is on uh, Pete Mundo's show, who is at KC Mo Radio over in Kansas City. Igle is on there now talking about the brouhaha, and then Pete is going to, in the 9 o'clock hour, he's going to have Mike Searpoy, who's, who's one of the members of the non-Freedom Caucus, on at 9 o'clock to refute or support, who knows, some some portions of whatever whatever Bill Igel says it's on the seven o'clock hour. Did you? Hear- and then today at one p.m., Scott Fawn is going to live stream an interview with Senator Caleb Rowden, one p.m. Central. Did you? So he- I many of us will be tuned into that. I won't I won't be watching it live, but I will watch it after it happens. Did you hear what they're now calling the Freedom Caucus? I, I didn't. What is it? Oh, the Chaos Caucus. The Chaos Caucus. That's what. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. That was that was the, that was the label that Caleb right. Brown gave them the, for sure. The Chaos Caucus, which is what you know. Come on, like guys, are we on the same team or what? You know what I mean? In this and, case, and you know what? I mean, so here's what here's what I can't figure out. Just strategically, so you take ethics and morals and values and ideology out of it. Tactically, if you're the Freedom Caucus and you've been stripped now, what do you do? So do you and, – and here's the argument I would make. Here's one option. It's kind of like at the end of a football game when the other team has the ball in the one-yard line and, and they might score, but you don't want them to run the clock down. Like if you're the Freedom Caucus, do you let this happen and then maintain your status as the aggrieved party? So you see what I'm saying? So, for example, Denny Hoskins is running – I think Denny makes a really good point here. Denny is running for Secretary of State – against Caleb Rowden. And so Denny can go out now and say, hey, I stood up for what I believe. And what did my opponent in the primary do? He stripped me of my committee chairmanship. He removed me from the committee. And to boot, he even took my parking spot away. And Denny makes the point that it's a lot like what Joe Biden is doing in D.C. But here's here's the problem. Okay, I'm going to say this loud and proud. This is where the Republican Party is so screwed up because This never happens with the Democrats because I don't care if it's on the city council, if it's on, you know, state, federal, whatever. The Democrats always have this unified front. Okay, you know what I'm saying? They today all, they do. They today. always now, have. That hasn't always been well, accurate. But now Missouri, they but always. To, you're right. Today, today they do. Right, but I'm even on the federal level. Okay, if Joe yeah. Biden says we're going to make a law that uh, makes it illegal to lick a lollipop more than three times, and the you know, and and every single Democrat, <laughs> even though they they go home and they go, oh, God, that's the stupidest law in the world. But yet when it comes time to vote, yes, I'm voting for the three lick lollipop law. You know what I mean? It's just like okay. I do. Now, I, I would point out, though, Brad, so here's – to play devil's advocate here, if Democrats had control of the U.S. House of Representatives by one seat, I don't think Cori Bush would be acquiescing and going along with everything. I think she would be flexing a little bit and saying, hey, me and my squad, if you don't do what we want to do, 
if we vote with the Republicans on anything, we tip the balance. I, I you know what, John, I'm going to disagree with you on that because I think she's wacko enough that she doesn't care, that she's just in it for herself, that, you know, that, that she doesn't care about the big picture. You know, what? to me, what's so sad about this whole situation is, is the Republicans, the, and, and, and here's, I think that if you interviewed every single Republican and said, you know, every single Republican in the state Senate, state representative, and said, are you for or against abortion? Almost every single one of them would say, I'm against abortion. Okay? So while they're arguing back and forth, this group, this group with a lot of money, which is going to, yep. you know, have a lot more money, is going to sneak in the uh, into the Constitution, the same thing we have with the marijuana law, essentially saying... Abortions are legal in the state of Missouri. You can get them anywhere, any place you want. You know, you can drive down the street and, you know, they're going to be an abortions or us place. You can just walk right in and get an abortion. That's what we want. And the Republicans yeah. are going to be shooting themselves in the foot because of the fact that the reason for that is the Constitution in the state of Missouri is so easy to amend. You only need so many signatures and, and the people, they pay these people to go out and get the signatures. Then it gets on the ballot and then, and then they spend a bunch of money on it, you know, and it passes and it because becomes something that the law the legislators can't touch anymore brad that's the exact point that bill eigel made in an email that he sent out yesterday in response to being stripped from committee chairmanships the in response to what happened to the freedom caucus uh eigel's point was exactly that he it, you know eigel said why are we fighting right now when the number one thing we should do is reform the, the is is change the petition system exactly. so that we, we keep abortion out of the constitution. See, Bill Eichel, now both sides, Brad, are going to be using that progress argument and why the other side is wrong. And which and once again, what do you get? You know, it, you know, hey, hey, you you're you're at fault. No, you're at fault. No, you're at fault. That's what you get. Right. And and the sad right. part of this is, and, and once again, I will say this once again. I know because I can do get away with this because I'm the libertarian kind of guy. The whole abortion issue is turned into this incredible web issue or, or wedge issue, partly because of the crazy crap going on in Texas where they've made it absolutely positively illegal to have an abortion, even if the mother could die. You know, right. if, the, if the mother's on her deathbed and the doctor comes in and says, you know, ma'am, the only way we can save you is to have an abortion because whatever the, you know, the, there are complications with childbirth. Trust me, I know that. Been there, done that with my wife, okay? Yeah, you have. The ectopic pregnancies, you have all kinds of exceptions. Right, there. right. But yet they put the law into effect that there's absolutely positively no exceptions, which to me is a tremendously stupid thing. And it's being used against the Republicans in Texas. Of course it is. Because all these women are women. There's the latest one I saw was a, a woman who's a doctor who has. Yep, everybody's a, got a story. Everybody knows somebody who has a story about it. I think that's the point. Right. And it's to the yeah. point where it's like, sorry, no exceptions. And once again, to me, as a dude, I look at this and I think to myself, now I know why women get mad at men because of the fact that the women are, you know, once again, one of the things the women always say, it's my body. And to a certain extent, in this case, I agree with them 100 percent. And but not only it's their body, the doctor says you could, you know, I mean, we could get a doctor on here and they could explain the whole thing about, you know, if this happens, that happens. It, you know, and sure. you, you hear about, you know, still to this day, you hear about women who die in childbirth, you know, yeah. for various. It's not nearly as common as it was back in the 
1800s where, you know, women were giving birth in the cabin and stuff like that, and complications happened and they died. But anyway. And as we're up against time, it's a good it's a good opportunity for the media to talk to use these extreme examples and then say, see, this is what happens when you elect a pro-life Republican. And, but and see, once again, that's where the Republicans are dumb. You know, they're walking they're walking into this. It's like it's like, you know, they're being essentially baited into it. It's like, hey, hey, Mr. Republican, you know, you, how do you feel about if a woman has a life threatening, uh, you know, a pregnancy? Are of you course. far yep. against abortion? And then they say, well, I'm a that's abortion, and all the the women out there go like, not voting for that dude. You know, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm many of the women. We can't say all the women, but <laughs> right? A lot of women. Right, not voting for him. You know, okay, we have to take a break. Uh, did I get myself in, in enough trouble there? Oh yeah, not at all. <laughs> not not more than any other Wednesday, Brad. What is today? Yeah, Wednesday. Today's, yeah, today's Whopper Wednesday. Hold on, <laughs> it's, it's, it's my favorite day of the week. Three dollar Whoppers at, at Burger King. Okay, <laughs> it's seven twenty-two. Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it?